The following podcast comes to you through Potbean.com in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. Friday, everyone. Welcome to In the Artist Realm with yours truly, Sylvia Stein. I am in the author, Sylvia Stein, and welcome to our show. I'm really happy to have you here today. I am, um, I want to apologize first and foremost because last week I didn't have the, the regular podcast. I meant to put that on my page and I didn't. And I, my apologies to those followers and Facebook in the artist realm. I'm still working on a Twitter page. I will I will be trying to get that you know worked out, and also a newsletter which will be coming out too. Um, I wanted uh, to let you know my my husband, myself, my children, my in laws. We all went to Michigan. We had a fabulous uh, around four or five days. It was a family vacation. To uh, my husband's from Michigan, and we went down to visit his family on both sides. His mom's family and his dad's family and we had a wonderful wonderful time so I want to send a shout out to everyone in Michigan the grandmas grandma Peg, grandma Maxine the cousins the aunts uncles everyone everyone was just wonderful and uh, we had a fabulous time but now it's back to work and you know which I love you know doing the podcast and getting back to the regular routines and uh, I wanted to bring you this special podcast today and we'll resume with the writing and the one-on-one next week as we do every Wednesday and Friday. But for today, I'm bringing you music and what and, you know, using it when it comes to writing. I know some of us, you know, love to include music when we write and it's a part of our daily routine. Some of us may not use it, but a lot of us do. I know I focus on it. We may have playlists. I have asked other authors and it's a it's a half and half. Some use a lot. Some go into really rock music. Some go to slow music. Some use different types. For me, I use all kinds, but I focus a lot on. For me, what works is a lot of uh, times, especially with editing, I use uh, a lot of the musical scores, and also now uh, when I'm I'm doing a scene, I've, I've relied a lot on musical scores with different types of composers like. Hans Zimmer, John Williams, Ennio Morricone, um, you know, um, uh, Craig Armstrong, so many wonderful, there's, and if I left someone out, uh, I apologize. There's a lot of wonderful, wonderful music out there that is just amazing to use when you're writing a scene. I wanted to share a little bit about that and hear your thoughts on it. I know I've asked before, but I really hope that when I upload this episode, when you download it, if you could follow me and, and uh, email me on silstein 7 at gmail.com, email me your comment in regards to do you rely on music? Does it have an effect on you when you write a story and when you listen to it? For me, it feels like a film, you know. A lot of us, you know, and it's true, you know, when you listen to music, 
it's you escalate. It's kind of like a show when you watch it and they're playing a song. You see the different people in different angles as the song is playing. And that is what happens for myself. And there's other authors that I've talked to that have said that, that it plays like a scene, you know, from a movie. And, and, and there's been many that have said that. And, and I, you know, when I write a scene in regards to, uh, with music, I see it in my head too, when I'm writing it and, and I can feel the emotion of the character or the protagonist and, and I bring it, try to bring it to light. So I'm going to play a song first, uh, from the musical scores that I have, uh, the albums, which I'm loading up now. Of course, I'm using my Spotify playlist. And I'm going to share a little bit of the music that I showed, uh, that I played um, in regards to um, when I was working on my own um, uh, story with, uh, like for, in my case right now, uh, Closure. I'm going to uh, use Closure in a moment and read from that, but I'm going to play you a song. This was used... By Hans Zimmer and it was created for the holiday which is one of my favorite movies uh, up it's right up there and uh, uh, this is Hans Zimmer Lauren Bell and this was the the tune that they played for Iris and Jasper but I played it for the young uh, uh, I played it for Sarah and uh, I'm going to play it for you guys and I'm going to kind of compare that and, and show it to you guys. So let me play this a little bit and then I'll, I'll, I'll read to you from Closure. So you notice how it sounds very sad, very like something's going on. Like in the in the case of the holiday, it was the the very very uh, toxic relationship that Iris, which is played by Kate Winslet, is going through with uh, the the actor that portrayed Jasper, and I can't think of his name at the moment, but he's been in a lot of movies, so my apologies on that. And he plays the the off again, on again boyfriend who has a, is, is scheduled to be married to someone else and all this stuff is going on with them. But in my case, I used it for Sarah because uh, one of the scenes uh, after she, you know, she's, she's spearing her father, Garrison, those of us, those of you that have read Closure, it talks about a relationship that is broken between a father and a daughter Due to the loss of the mother, the, fa the father goes into an alcoholic, you know, binge and rage and he's abusive and his daughter is now, you know, hiding from him. But this is a part that, that that song played through. So let me read you the scene of where Sarah is thinking about her mother 
And then uh, how, for me, that song kind of stood out as I was creating this scene. She looked around the once lively home for a sweet reminder of better times. There was a time when the house was surrounded by a beautiful garden. She and her mother would walk hand in hand and choose which flowers to bring inside. Now the windows were closed and the vase that usually held flowers sat empty. No matter where she looked, there was no sign of happiness or life. The house had become a vessel of sorrow and pain. Mommy, think of her. She closed her eyes and forced images of her favorite memories. A brief smile appeared as thoughts reverted her to one of the many times when her mother taught her how to bake cookies. Oh, Mama, I miss you, she whispered. The memory of her mother distracted Sarah from the harsh reality. So here, you know, in this scene, you know, this is why it was so important to create, you know, this, use this song because Sarah's thinking of her mother. And I thought this song with Iris and Jasper was sad, but also a little bit enlightening, if that makes any sense. So I, I, I will play you a little bit more of it and, and try to picture the young Sarah thinking of her mother as you listen to it. So that, that scene, as I said, that song really helped. And this is taken from Hans Zimmer and, and The Holiday. Now, there were other, you know, songs that um, I used that were a little bit more, you know, fit. Uh, it seemed to fit um, other, you know, other elements of the, of the song that I used for Garrison that were a little bit more... I guess appropriate when you're describing a scene where he's causing Sarah uh, a lot of pain and and uh, basically suffering. So I went with a song. Let's see. Give me a, a moment here. And I went with the great Ennio Morricone. And he has several songs that he's done for several um, um, soundtracks that he's done. I'm trying to pull up my albums now here on the, my Spotify list. Yes, I should be prepared. I know. And uh, give me one moment here. I'm trying to pull up the soundtrack here where we get more of a what I'm looking for here this was taken from Quentin Tarantino's um, Inglorious uh, Bastards and this came out in 2009, and I used this for a little bit of this to describe Garrison. I'm going to play the song Rabia e Tarantella by Ennio Morricone from my Spotify 
uh, Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards soundtrack. And then I'm going to read you the scene. Here it goes. And as you can see, that song from the Inglorious Bastards soundtrack by Quentin Tarantino, done by the musical score by Ennio, the, the genius Ennio Morricone, just like Ken Zimmer with The Holiday, who's also amazing or very talented. Uh, he, Ennio Morricone is very fascinating, talented, and he's able to grasp this, uh, this great musical score in this uh, section. But I did it uh, for... The purpose of, of writing it for Garrison for I wrote this scene when I heard that that song and basically this is the scene let me read it to you in the dark corner of a room Sarah James waited until the monster fell asleep who was the monster Garrison James her father it amazed her how much had changed in the few short months since her mother Lila left. It felt as if it happened overnight. At first he seemed absent. Then the yelling, drinking, and anger and angry glares erupted whenever she entered the room as him. Soon he began calling her names. When she thought things could not get any worse, the real abuse began. He's not my dad. He's a monster. Heavy footsteps tromped towards the room. She gulped in jagged breaths and looked to the ceiling while blinking rapidly. A feeble attempt to control her tears. So there is part of the scene. And then this is this is where, where it gets intensifies with a song. Sarah, Sarah, where are you? He screamed. Realizing she had made noise, Sarah covered her mouth and began internally praying. Oh, Lord, help me. Where are you? The monster demanded as he stormed towards the back of the house. She looked up at the ceiling and whispered, What does he want now? She knew he was drunk. Usually by this time of day, he would be asleep, but his current drunken rage lasted much longer than the other nights. Please, Lord, make him go to sleep, she begged. What was that? The monster bellowed. She brought her index finger to her lips and made a shushing sound. She feared the monster honing in on the sound of her prayer. A sigh escaped her when he stormed past the room and into the kitchen. 
Her stomach roared to life. When was the last time I ate? She wondered. For months, Sarah was constantly exhausted and hungry. When the monster moved towards the dining room, she decided to try to sneak into the kitchen. Just as she neared the threshold, she heard his footsteps and quickly reverted to her safe hiding place. Sarah, come here this second, he ordered in anger. She knew that that tone too well. If he got a hold of her, pain would soon follow. Immediately, her heart began to race as her small body convulsed. Her mind screamed, not again. The last time her body shook uncontrollably, uncontrollably, she was hiding in the closet. The monster heard her praying, whipped the door open and lashed out at her. She recalled something hard striking the side of her head. It was late, and although she could not recall what hit her, she noticed a high-pitched ringing sound that seemed to go on for days. When the ringing became too much, she asked her father to take her to the doctor. He refused. So that, all of that is, is anticipating it. And then we hear, the, the, this is another song that was inspiration for another one of the Quentin Tarantino songs, The Surrender, La Reza. And this has uh, for Elise in it, uh, Ennio Morricone put his own little tune, uh, little t um, twist to it, I believe. Uh, wait, am I saying the? Oh no, um, the surrender is not the one with the for Elise. Sorry, this is a this is the other song that was also an inspiration. One moment. more use for when Sarah was running away and she heard the thrumping of his voice so see musical scores really do carry uh, very uh, very deeply with me I know that um, if for this one I use more and I still use regular music like I used uh, Black Roses by Claire Bowen which is on the show Nashville I use I do use regular playlist songs um, and inspirational other artist songs uh, when I when I listen to this type of uh, you know uh, of the different manuscript that I'm writing or working on but um, in the case of, of closure Quentin Tarantino's and Glorious Bastards Ennio Morricone's soundtracks um, or musical scores were very helpful the holiday was very helpful for light enlightened moments Craig Armstrong with uh, the City of Angels. That was another good one. It had different uh, illuminating highlights, like when Sarah, you know, when she had her good moments or memories. I would also rely on on the Craig Armstrong and his wonderful The City of Angels soundtrack. As as we remember, you know, it it also had different elements of 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 songs that you know that came in handy. Uh, when we, you know, we listen to them, you know, like, for example, let me give you a sample of a song. And I also used this for Chasing Clarity as I was writing it because it was about loss. This is uh, a great Craig, uh, actually, no, this is Gabriel, Gabriel Yaird, but I will share Craig Armstrong's uh, 
song, The Gas Low Steam, which was on Love Actually. This is Gabriel Yard, An Angel Falls, from City of Angels. Gabriel Yard, and my apologies for the confusion. I used that when, like, Sarah, you know, uh, was was thinking about her mother. You know, uh, when she would she would ask for, "Oh, Mama, if you could see what he's done to us. Oh, how I wish you were still here." In her moments of enlightenment, or when she asked God for help, it was always these uplifting tunes like per, uh, Gabriel Yard, and I also shared. Um, the Craig Armstrong, which was a big theme in uh, uh, Gaslow's theme, which was played a lot in different... I'm sure we've heard it before, but the but in the, the movie it was shared was uh, Love Actually, which is another great film. And this song is very... also very... Um, holds a, a special place because it... 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 Um, it uh, it's very poignant to, you know, Sarah and, and, you know, she grows up and she becomes a, a, a young lady that now is, is living with her aunt and the emotions that she goes through. So I did use this theme. Also for Sarah and in Chasing Clarity, my other novel, I, I did a lot. I shared a lot about Craig Armstrong, um, and uh, and this is with the the Royal Philharmonic and Glasgow's love theme. This is a love from Love Actually. So I've shared those. So, but uh, basically today's show is about letting you know um, about music and writing, and it was a special, just a small kind of sharing with you guys um, because I hadn't done a po podcast and I wanted to make sure to share this uh, wonderful, you know, how music and film, uh, mu music and uh, can really transform scenes like it doesn't. Excuse me, we had a problem with the mic. I'm sorry. Like uh, music usually transforms uh uh, scenes in movies, it does the same when you're working on a manuscript. I know for myself, uh, when I worked on scenes, uh, different uh, works, novella or 
or my novel, uh, like Closure, Chasing Clarity. I know for Diary of a Broken Father, um, and I'll share more as it comes. I, it worked out very well. So I hope you'll tune in next week for another episode of our of, of In the Artist Realm. And this is Sylvia Stein signing off. And I hope you will uh, email us at silstein07 at gmail.com. Thank you very much. You all have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Okay, sorry, we had a little interruption. I had a, uh, something ringing, so I, my apologies on that. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. Please let us know what your thoughts were um, in regards to music and why it's important uh, for you when you're working on a manuscript, whether you're a, you know, a new writer who's starting out or a writer that's already been, you know, been writing and why or why not at silstein07 at gmail.com. You could also post it on In the Artist Realm page on Facebook. And, uh, you know, also follow us on our podbean.com. It would be awesome to get more followers and, you know, comment on the different shows and elements and, you know, your thoughts on it. And again, thank you for tuning in uh, today. And again, I use the... Uh, Elements of Craig Armstrong, Gaslow's uh, love theme from Love Actually, the movie, uh, along with the Royal Philharmonic, and then uh, Gabriel Yaird and um, and Angel Falls from the City of Angels soundtrack. My my apologies for the confusion on Gabriel Yaird and Craig Armstrong. Again, and also Ennio Morricone and the Inglorious Bastard soundtrack by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, that I used also, and you know, I just wanna wanted to share that, and also the great Ken Zimmer in the Holiday, by by using Iris and Jasper. Those were the different songs I used on Closure, and like I said, you know, I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week uh, on In the Artist Realm. Um, I look forward to uh, hearing from you guys, and. Uh, We'll be back with more writing tips. And again, this is Sylvia Stein signing off and you have a happy Friday.